Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It is episode 318 of the Commander's Brew. Uh, we're back. We're 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 kicking it. We we are kicking it. We're, yeah, we're just kicking it today. And you know, yeah. no matter what's going on out there, we're always we're always going to be right here. You know, bringing you the brand new deck for this week. It's a Commander. It's Elder Dragon Highlander, and you can bring your uh, uh, unique black bordered uh, Stranger Things cards if you want. It's fine. We don't mind. We're probably not gonna play them because no, you know, I don't really. Want, I don't want to order a secret layer. Honestly, mostly because I don't want to order a secret layer from Canada. That's the biggest problem. Uh, truly, like truly, it's a it's, nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. Though, did you read this? We can buy. In approximately six months, we will get magic versions of the strange of these cards. These oh. cards won't, um, unless uh, this is what I read about future secret layers. Uh, uh, it only occurs to me as I speak this that I don't know if that also applies to this very Stranger Things one. But the plan that there is, it is in writing from Wizards that they will release approximately six months after the secret layer drops alternative versions in some other product like the list maybe you know the list yeah. how like you get these it's it'll be within the list but it won't be like you know sheriff hopper it'll be like some other soldier type of person interesting right okay so i did see like i've just been seeing what's been on twitter mostly so i saw the cards and i saw mm -hmm. you know uh some people asking questions about it and yeah one of the questions i did see was them asking about when there's a magic version of this. And I just took it as like, this person's just being hopeful, <laughs> you know, ha. like hopefully there's a magic version, but I, okay, that's cool then. So I like that, you know? Yeah. So, so it's going to, so this is so strange though, because it's kind of the reverse of what everyone said they liked about the Godzilla card. So in the Godzilla card, we had a magic version and then we had a Godzilla name with like a magic name under it being like, this is actually this card. Um, yeah. But th wouldn't this be the reverse, though? Because is like Sheriff Hopper and like Eleven and all them. They have their cards first. And then we're going to get like right. magic cards. It's going to be like Chandelar, the the spoken soldier or something. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be yeah. like Sheriff Hopper. Well, and these magic people, they better be a little bit interesting because they will all be friends forever friends forever so. <laughs> yeah so they have to they have to be linked in some way like we have to be able to read their name read a little bit about them and be like oh yeah i get it they're friends i don't have a problem with friends forever i saw lots of people talking about this and be like why isn't it just partner or why isn't it partners yeah. with or something i think it's fine i think it's just like another similar mechanic we have lots of that kind of stuff there's like yeah, everything's a version of kicker. All these things are just a version of partner or whatever. You know what I mean? Well, if like partner as it is, I mean, we all want more partners. Well, partner. We all want we all we all want to blow that lid wide open and have infinity combos. You and I, you and but, I want to make every mono legendary partners. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. If it's a mono legendary, give it partner. Uh, don't care. The if that's the rule, if if they can, if if we only ever allow them to make partner if they do anything but partner like friends forever if we you know as long as we, we burn magic to the ground because they didn't do it then we'll never get more partners this is a way we can get numerous little groups that we yeah. can combine however we want yeah, i like that actually i don't yeah i don't mind there being a little partner pool 
here, a little friends forever pool here, a little best buddies pool over here. BFF. <laughs> yeah, BFF pool. I think that's actually really great. I don't mind that one bit. Yeah. I yeah. support that sort of design because yeah, because otherwise you can it, like when you get the big partner pool, you really got to worry about some combinations and are things oh. gonna be too strong, all this, right? But you can really monitor it better this way. Yeah, like like why not? I mean, they didn't do this. I'm grateful they didn't. But when they do the next Commander Legends set, they might as well just do partners with Commander Legends 22 or whatever it is. That's interesting. Like partners so, all of those set. ones partner together, and that's it. Uh, and then inevitably, of course, we will get partners with Friends Forever, right? <laughs> you can see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. It, we'll we'll get the ultimate like we'll get the ultimate commander for all of these, and if this person is a best friend forever, a friend forever, a partner, a partner with, and yeah. like all of the things, it has all of them. <laughs> yeah, you can the partners with from like Battle Bond can somehow partner with this this one as well. Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the way. To, like, like it's like the the bestest friend in the world. Yeah, like it's, that's what it's got to be called. Like, if they did, yeah, they should do like a My Little Pony one, and that's what it is. I know they've made, they did some of those in Silver Border, but yeah, um, yeah. The Street Fighter ones. What will there right. be their partner with? Be like player two, player one and player uh, two or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quarters in like versus. Like <laughs> versus, yeah. Any of the other, you can te- team up with any other versus. If it was like the Marvel versus Capcom, you could get like the team fight. Oh yeah, gonna take you for a ride. You know? Do you remember that's that a card name? No, yeah, that's that's definitely a card name, and it should just show the whole. This should just show the menu where you choose the <laughs> fighters. I'm gonna take you for a ride. <laughs> uh, very good game. Anyone's played that game knows that song because it's just that repeated over and over again at the menu um how are things who is your cap who is your marvel capcom team oh i see here's the thing i wasn't good at this game uh i'm not a button masher when it comes to fighting games but they were never really my strong suit i'm very i'm very good at original street fighter 2 for arcade and for super nintendo i'm very good at those never really got past the that one though but marvel versus capcom who did i like um I realize now that I ask you, I'm thinking Marvel X-Men versus Street Fighter. I'm not thinking oh, Marvel versus Capcom. Oh, Marvel? Yeah, okay. So that's different. So X-Men yeah. versus Street Fighter. Uh, I mean, I could always lean back on my Street Fighter gang, right? Like, yeah, I could always yeah. get, like, Ryu in there somewhere. I'll throw Chun-Li in there as well. I'm pretty good with Chun-Li. And then, you know, you got to take a mar- one, at least one Marvel person. I remember liking... Uh, Magneto was Magneto in one of them. I think Magneto's in the yeah. X Men one. I think I remember playing with him. Um, Captain America with the shield was always fun. Oh yeah, I like Cyclops. Them. Yeah, with the, when Cyclops and X Men Children of the Atom, which is just the X Men fighting game, when he does the oh, huge yeah. beam that just takes yeah. the whole screen. Oh, yeah. I guess that's the an... physics of that are confusing. Yeah, he must have a different lens that widens. But like, shouldn't it just be a V forever? Like, how does it t- yeah, turn what's, stop, and become yeah, straight? What's, it's like lightsabers. <laughs> it's like, why do they stop at the at the top there? What's going on? Yeah. What do you have? Are there short lightsabers? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, there are, but like, how does this? How does that work? Also, right? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, anyways, it's inevitable. You know, we're gonna get the X Men 
Magic card soon. We're gonna get the Capcom Ooh. fighting game. <laughs> you know, they're gonna. I mean, we got Street Fighter, right? We're Street Fighter's on the way. That's confirmed. I still find I want... that ridiculous. I still find that <laughs> that's silly. It's silly. That's silly to uh, me. Yeah, yeah. I want an artifact that is just a big red button. That is just like <laughs> the and the drawing is just like the kick button or something like that. And then that's the chun, and, like, that goes with Chun Li. Or yeah, I, I don't know button. anyone anyone who has more toughness than power or something like that gets. I don't know their power comes up. I don't know. It's gonna be wild when we have a Sheriff Hopper versus Guile in in, in Commander. <laughs> well, and like they're all gonna have creature types. They're all gonna like. Blank is going to be a beast, but the rest are for sure humans, Human right? soldier, Guile, makes sense already. Human soldier, Ken, human soldier, Ryu, human soldier. Mm. Or are they just going to be humans? Druids? Monks? Fighters? Monks? I don't know if yeah, that, maybe that, monks. They might not be monks, but they might be just f- human, I like suppose. Just human? Just human. I guess Chun-Li, just a human. Like, what else is she? What, what's her class? What would you put I her mean, as? Like, seems weird to not include anything. I like agree. That. It does seem weird. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I don't think of Eleven as a wizard. I know, and I didn't think of Hopper as a soldier either. No, like, but I guess that's what the cops are in Magic World. So, yeah, there's no yeah. like police officer. No, the Boros Legion seems close. Or that? the Azorius. The Azorius had arrests, so they're more the cops. That's true. So why isn't you know? Hopper a cop. I don't know. I don't even remember what colors he was. Do you? He's Boros. I looked at it today. Okay, it is Boros. Okay. Um, I mean, so far, I mean, mechanically, so far the cards are cool. I, I'm yeah. I'm down. Uh, I think they sound well. They look interesting and like again from the mechanics view. You know, as far as the license goes, I don't know. Isn't Stranger Things like a little over now? Anyways, like that was like four years ago or something like they announced another season and then we went into the pandemic so i guess i don't know like the kids have to be well they're much older i can't wait till we get the squid game set that's my that's what i'm waiting for to circle face circle face x face (laughs) triangle i don't even i haven't watched it yet have you you have oh no i have i have not watched it yet so i don't actually know any of the actual things that happened in the show other than children's games killing people it's inevitable uh, sure i mean all it's, it's all coming out uh my personal review is too much squid not enough games whoa okay okay yeah. you heard it here first everyone like 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 speed it up let's get to the games people speed too it much up squids. Speed you're it up. showing me too many squids out there i mean and too much squid. honestly that's just a lot of tentacle a lot of ink we don't need it get to the game <laughs> You know, I'm here for the game. I'm here for the game, not for the squid. No, oddly enough, even though the title of the show is Squid Game, yeah, Squid yeah. Game. All right, well, it, hey, I, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not. I don't want to spoil anything. It's worth a watch, anyway. That's our that's our TV review for this week. <laughs> uh, shall we get on with the regular podcast? I think we should. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, let us know if you like Squid Game. Uh, are you on team triangle face, square face, or circle face? <laughs> anyway, we yeah, we want to thank you for listening, having some laughs with us. That's what we love to do. And the fact that you're listening is why we can do it. There's no reason to do this if no one's listening. So thank you. Uh, some of you have 
gone above and beyond and gone to patreon.com slash commandersbrew to donate financially, help us get more shows out to you, help us cover the costs, etc., etc. That is enormous help. Cannot thank you enough. Uh, see you in the Discord. Uh, maybe you want to help and you're like, I can't do it like that, but why not give us a nice like and subscribe on YouTube? We love that. We'd love to crack 10k subs. Why not let a couple friends know who play Commander? If you're going to buy Magic cards, why not go through our affiliate link through tcgplayer.com. We have a little affiliate link at the show notes of every show, however you're getting this. If you go through there, any cards you buy, we get a little slice of that. Or if you're Canadian and you're planning to buy cards, we can get you money off your singles order with our coupon code from the Wizards Tower. Let's hear an ad from them now. You enter the cave and discover that... We're proud Canadian podcasters, and we're proud to be sponsored by one of Canada's premier card stores, The Wizard's Tower, wizardtower.com. Canadian listeners get an exclusive coupon code, BREWADVENTURES, to get 5% off any order of singles shipped to you for free as long as you've ordered $15 or more in singles. And you can check out our deck list for this week's episode and other episodes we've done on their content site, mtgcanada.com. Now, roll a perception check. All right, here we go, Sean. It is Waltzing Catilda herself, and she has quite a few waltzing partners here. All humans, two feet, two hands, uh, you know, uh, classic Halloween skeletons. Um... Waltzing around a haunted house. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Katilda, I think, is a witch, um, but she has nothing to do with the recent uh, coven mechanic. She just happens to be in that set with those colors and as a human and has protection from werewolves. But let's get into it. Let's talk about Katilda. I like this commander. I think it's actually pretty fun, even though it's like it seems really straightforward, kind of. But um, let's talk about her a little bit. Katilda Dawnheart Prime. Green white for a one-one human warlock, yeah, with protection from werewolves. So, forget about it, werewolf deck. They're, you're not even coming close to touching my commander uh, with this one. Thank you very much. Um, she, she says, "Human creatures you control have tap add one mana of any of this creature's colors, and then you can pay four green, white, and tap Katilda to put a plus one plus one counter on each creature you control." So. There's a lot going on here. Um, namely, these these are the top three things, okay? We have, a obviously, sh- other humans now are mana dorks. They, she kind of turns them all into elves, which is great. Uh, she can put a bunch of plus and counters on things. For six is a lot, but, hey, it's pretty good when it happens to all your creatures, and especially when all your creatures tap for mana, so it's, it doesn't hurt that, that much. And third, and maybe the most underrated part of Cthulhu, is that she only costs two mana. All right, she's yeah, she's just a one one, but don't worry about werewolves hurting her. Um, <laughs> she's just a one one, but uh, basically she just she's a dork. She's every like she she's ramp. She obviously causes the other things to ramp. Being able to um, drop her on a later turn for two mana and then just tap all the rest of your humans for all this mana is a huge move in this deck. Another huge move is just play her out on turn two. And then you're right up to four mana right away if you, you know, on, on turn uh, on turn three if you drop that land. So 
she's a great commander. She does a lot, really, uh, it, with with like seemingly little to do. Right. It's all about mana um, uh, for the most part with her. Uh, but, yeah, she does a lot of stuff and it's um, it's really fun. And, and you know, based on this, we're just we're doing what Katilda wants us to do. We're going to get a bunch of humans. We're going to drop out, drop Katilda and then just go big with some big spells, some big effects. So let's get into it. I mean, this is, you know, this it almost feels a little bit more of a gruel style of deck just because we're that kind of big mana go go big with something. But this is the Selesnya kind of flavor on it. Um, so let's set it up here. Let's set the scene. Take a look at uh, some of the vegetables here in, in this deck, because, again, Katilda being our main source of ramp, we kind of have like our, our, our vegetables all kind of loaded into the humans uh, in the deck. So, Sean, why don't you take us th through the first few of these human creation cards? Well, if you hear a conga line starting, you must join the dance. That is true. Uh, green, white, sorcery, create two one one white human creature tokens. And it flashes back for five mana. That's four humans for uh, that's and they will pay you back in mana. These first two, it's a sort of free. I mean, you're paying it now, but you'll get it back when Katilda shows up. Yeah, I love that. Uh, gather the towns, folks. Similar one in a white sorcery, two one one white human tokens onto the battlefield. And if you have five or less life, fateful hour kicks in and you get five tokens instead. Tall order in Bless Commander you if to be you... between <laughs> yeah. five and zero. Yeah, yeah, unlikely uh, situation. But hey, you know if you can if you can work it, make it happen. Yeah, I mean we don't mind Thraben Doomsayer, one white white for a two two human cleric. Tap, create a one one. Excuse me, Ooh, I had to yell Ooh, there. It's getting create late. A one one. It is late. We're recording at night. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Create a one one white human creature token, and again, fateful hour. If you got less five or less life, all <laughs> all of your other creatures get plus two plus two. Man, we're a go wide deck, so I'm going to assume the entire strategy yeah. is to get out Thraben Doomsayer and get our life total to four, and just <laughs> give our whole team a plus two plus two anthem. We should make a fateful hour deck. Oh my gosh. We really should. I didn't even think about that, even especially when I put these cards here in the first section. But <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, yeah, anyways. But anyways, Thraben Doomslayer is actually going to pay off in a big way, uh, as you'll see when we get down into the to the meat of the, the deck here. But still, just a, just a good card. I mean, even if it's only making one per go around the table, that's pretty decent um, because, again, it's going to pay you back in spades, right? Like, that's just mana. That's making mana. Like, this is giving you an extra land, sort of. Um, with this, is, this, this is also the perfect card if you have like a Liam Neeson theme deck or something like that. <laughs> this, this card has to go. In. Yes, absolutely. No question about it. Uh, on top of these great humans, we have another really, it's like the super human of the group. Um, still human, but a super human, super version of all the humans you'll see here. It's Heronblade Elite. Two and a green for a 1-1 one, one human warrior with Vigilance. And it says, whenever another human enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on uh, Heron Blade Elite. And then you can tap her, and she adds X mana of any one color where X is Heron Blade Elite's power. So she gets really big as she makes humans and then makes a ton of mana. That's just going to you know, feed the strategy even more so, while being a big threat, uh, certainly, too. Because if you can get her down early and a bunch of hum uh, humans under the battlefield, she's just going to get massive. Um, and the Vigilance. Do not forget about Vigilance. Vigilance is your very good friend. Again, as you'll see uh, later. But 
that's kind of it, really. I mean, basically, the early stages of this game, you know, outside of just regular ramping, you just want to get humans out. We want to have as many of these cheap human-making spells. Again, like, Gather the Townsfolk isn't a great commander card. It's two mana for two tokens. Usually, you can do better than that in commander. But in this deck, it's completely worth it because it's not just two humans. It's two mana. It's essentially a free spell, Um you know, in the long run, uh, and even there are even times when it literally can be a free spell in this deck because you're you can actually tap the humans right away. That's possible. So, anyways, let's get into uh, you know the neat moves. Working on a neat moves. All right. So, um, as you can imagine, uh, we end up you know with a lot of our creatures tapped in this deck because when. We get a bunch of humans out, and then we play Katilda for only two mana, which is incredible. Then we just tap out for some big spells or some big effects, and, you know, that's 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 dangerous. You know, we're getting more and more aggressive in Commander these days. You know, you, you if you go shields down, someone's going to take advantage of that. So, not only to protect ourselves, but also to take advantage of our mana-producing abilities, we're going to want to untap our team a little bit. So, Sean, why don't you take us through these, these ways to untap our team? When I think untapping, I think Seedborn Muse, right. three green green, spirit, two four. Untap all your permanents during each player's untap, uh, each other player's untap step. Amazing. All your lands, all your creatures, artifacts, everything. Automatic, right? Like this is just the one everyone thinks of. Uh, we can also get a ton of mana back because of Katilda with Vitalize. It's a single green for an instant. Untap all creatures you control. Well, when all your creatures are mana darks, you're just making mana. This is a, an enormous uh, ritual effect in the deck. Um, and then Reve Squad, Revely Squad. I don't know, depending man. Reveal, how you Reveal, want to it. Reve, Reve, Yeah, you're right. Revel, Revel, Revely. <laughs> I think we call it Revely. Is that little song that they wake up to in the army? Oh. That, uh, is that, is that, is that it, yeah, okay. It's spelled like this. I think they call it Reveille, but it's a French word. Okay. So like right. my, you know, French can as a Canadian, my French education makes me want to say Reveille Squad. That's like it, how that drink in the states. Oh, it, well, it's here too, but in the United States, it's pronounced Lacroix because right. the place that it's named after in the United States is they also say it Lacroix. But that's right. that's La Croix, right? And so whenever right. whenever I saw it when I was at the States, I was always calling it La Croix. And people were like, what? It's called La Croix. And I'm like, no. I'm no, I know French a little. Anyway, same thing. Anyways, Rev Reveille squad, sure. Sure. Squad. Uh if that's easier for you. Yeah, there you go. Say that. I'll type that out. <laughs> two white white creature rebel three three is human rebel actually whenever you're attacked if reveille squad is untapped you may untap all creatures you control great i mean it wakes everyone up that's exactly what the purpose of it is exactly so i mean truly you probably won't get attacked that much if you have this out because no. people it's they can see it it's right there it's not some kind of trick you're pulling on them but uh, this can be a nice political card, I feel like. You know, hey, if you un if you attack me with a guy, I won't block, and then I'll take care of this person's thing, you know, that's causing us all problems or something like that, right? You can maybe yeah. work some deals with that. So that's a nice yeah. little move. Um, next, though, we want to... We're going to be tapping our team a lot. 
as I mentioned. We're going to be tapping out for, for big mana spells. But there's other ways that we want to tap things and other reasons we want to tap things and then other benefits we're going to get from tapping things. So let's take a look at some of those. Right off the bat, we've got uh, Devout Invocation. This is an interesting one because it's six and a white for a sorcery. And it says, tap any number of untapped creatures you control. Put a 4-4 white angel creature token with flying onto the battlefield for each creature tapped this way. So this one's kind of like a weird, it's almost like a non-bow in the deck, you know? Like it's it costs a ton of mana, it costs seven. But then you also tap your creatures. So like actually you kind of like lose mana on this deal. You're actually spending like a lot more of the mana you would be spending um, on Devout Invocation. But you're getting a bunch of 4-4s, which is still really good. But combined with our untapping stuff, Devout Invocation isn't, like, that That bit of the sting kind of comes out of it. Also, there's lots of times where you, we maybe we don't have Katilda and it just makes sense to just play this or whatever. So you're not actually, like, losing out too much. But Devout Invocation, I think, belongs in the deck either way. Even though it is kind of a little weird Namba with, uh, with us. But then we also have Harvest Season here. Two and a green for the sorcery that says, Search your library for up to X basic land cards. Rex is the number of tapped creatures you control. Put those cards onto the battlefield, tap, shuffle your library. I mean, this is going to be a ton. This only costs three mana. You can tap three creatures to to do this. You know, you don't have to wait for an attack or any other, you know, weird thing. You just have Katilda out and do it. Um, so this is going to get real big. Um, I almost feel like I this... I love this card so much. I know, right? And I, like, never use it. <laughs> but Well, it's so tricky. And then, like, because, like, most of the time we only tap our creatures to attack. But Katilda allows us to tap, what, six? Let's oh, tap six yeah. little humans yeah. and uh, go up by six mana. Thank you very much. It's it's a, It <laughs> wow. seems like such a... Like I said, it seems so straightforward and like kind of boring, but it actually enables so much fun stuff to happen. Uh, and mm -hmm. Harvest Season, you know, the floor on Harvest Season is, as we all know, finding it on the ground and not knowing what it is, not knowing what magic right. is. That's the floor of well, any... Why is this character not have a face? Yeah, right? What's going on? Why is there a drawing on this? little piece of cardboard uh that's the yeah. floor of every magic card as we all know but the floor of it at a game's perspective is obviously just casting it and there's nothing you can do well that's very unlikely with katilda just because of her ability so harvest season gets a lot better and and the floor is less likely that we're, we're less likely to see the floor um and then finally here we have Throne of the God Pharaoh, kind of an auto-include here. It's the two-mana legendary artifact. At the beginning of your end step, each opponent loses life equal to the number of tapped creatures you control. So you mm. can just, you know, tap them for your mana, play big spells, and then you're still hitting your opponents, essentially, with, um, uh, you know, with your creatures. It's great. Um, I mentioned earlier uh, Vigilance is our best friend. Sean, uh, what about this card here? Yeah, Brave the Sands. Uh, such a great and little enchantment yeah. from, uh, was it Cons of Tarkir? One in a white for an enchantment. Creatures you control have vigilance. This effect doesn't show up much. Uh, it's hard to get this, but here's a wonderful two-mana enchantment that does that. In addition, each creature you control can block an additional creature each combat. I mean, we got a wide board of little one-ones for the most part. If we need to chump block, getting a double chump from one little dude is amazing. Yeah, uh, it is. I don't imagine that side being the best side, but Vigilance for the team is for two mana. Thank you. And this was this is an old enough magic card that they could have made this cost six. <laughs> and it would have just been like, you know, back before they tried to make things playable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, two is perfect for this. I, I agree. Like, 
the double blocking thing is is good, but not the highlight. Obviously, we just want the vigilance, but it is better in this deck because those your humans represent mana. So like they have added value in this deck. So if you only have to lose, you know, half as many if there's a big attack coming your way instead of just chumping all of them, you, you only have to lose half as many. That's really good. That just allows you to rebuild your board, you know, even faster. Um, and obviously just play some great defense there. So Brave of the Sands is really strong in this deck. I love it very much. I'm going to audible one here um, uh, that I meant to put in here, but I didn't. It's it's it's. It doesn't need to be said that this card is good. We all know this. It's honestly a full-on commander staple. It's Lightning Greaves. But in this deck specifically, I just wanted to mention that it's one of the only ways to get all of our creatures to have haste and therefore be able to tap for mana the moment that they come in. Um, mm. In green and in white, you just don't get these effects. This is not... You just... There aren't just... There aren't a lot of... Everyone has haste effects. So... Lightning Greaves is one of them. It's one of the more, uh, it's certainly the more, <laughs> one of the more affordable ones, considering the other green one is like a lot of money, Cro uh, Concordant Crossroads or whatever. But yeah, so if you have yeah. if you have a pair of Greaves kicking around, um, throw it in, throw it into the deck. It's well well worth What's it. Crossroads up to a couple Bitcoin. Couple yeah, to one a couple of Bitcoin. Full Bitcoin. One point zero. <laughs> one Bitcoin. One Bitcoin. Uh, I I know a guy on the dark web who can get you a <laughs> Concordant Crossroads. crossroads. <laughs> It'll cost you a Bitcoin. Uh, the cheap, which is a pretty good deal. <laughs> the cheaper version of this, of course, um, which I kind of forgot to put in. I think I forgot to put this in the deck, but it's the um, Crashing Drawbridge. Mm -hmm. Got to mention this card. It's so good. It's the two mana uh, artifact creature wall. Oh, four with defender and it taps to give creatures um, haste until end of turn. Killer card. So good. This is like this should be another commander staple, too, though. Right. Like this is so good. Well, and I don't know if we've ever mentioned this, but it, it is it is even better than that. When if you want to imagine this little card is the front of the drawbridge and then you turn it sideways like it falls open and like everyone comes spilling out. The card even does a drawbridge move when you use it. So like you hold it up, put it on the table and just let it like fall down. Yeah. And you're like, ah I just mean t tapping it, tapping it. Oh, is tapping like, it. Okay. Like, like, like if you imagine. <laughs> I mean that's a, that's I mean if you want to play 3D magic that's the way of the future yeah. when you're all the cards are <laughs> That's how we're going to be playing with our SpongeBob SquarePants magic cards. It's like the Tron ones. I want the Tron ones to be doink. like that. Yeah. There goes the drawbridge doink. There it is. Okay. Anyways, Crashing yeah. Drawbridge, great card. Uh much cheaper than Lightning Greaves does a, does a similar effect in this deck. Um also, of course, it protects our commander. But anyways, so um, Andy, we've got so much yes, mana. So what much are mana. we building towards? What are we? What are we doing? I would love this? it for the for the for the uh, portion of the deck that is all about X spells for the X spell master himself to read to read I these three plays. I would love it. I love X spells. Okay, of course we got tons of mana. We're gonna do X spells. How about entreat the angels? It's got miracle. So since this is in your deck, you have to do all your draws separate and like look at them. You got to do the pulling across, the looking at when it's down on the table, then the pulling yeah, up here. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. I'll, the normal cost is white, 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 X, X. Create X, four, four white angel creature tokens with flying. Or if you miracle it, it's just X, white, white for so many angels. Yeah. Um, how about full flowering? We've got tons of tokens out there. 
green XX, populate X times. A reminder, populate is to make a copy of a token you got. Any any token, make a copy of it. Mm -hmm. How about tribal unity? <laughs> Two and a green X. Creatures of the type of your choice get plus X plus X until end of turn. It's like a build your own overrun yeah. without the trample. But yeah. I mean, I chose this. You can make them so huge. Yeah, I chose this over like an overrun type of thing. I mean, we have end race forerunners in here too for like a big finisher. But trouble unity just because it works so well because it, you pick the type. It's an instant, which is kind of fun. Which means we can attack with vigilance and then tap them all to get it like kind of out of nowhere. So the I think that instant speed. I, I joked around in the Discord when we were brewing the deck and i was like this card's kind of bad but like it's kind of perfect for this deck also so uh so yeah i included tribal unity in it and i think it's like a fun card um yeah it's fun to try out the different styles of these types like yeah i could put in whatever overrun and like all the boring ones that we always use but why not when you find a, a kind of an off kilter weird niche one like why not use it and see how see how it works for you right this is the joy of command yeah you, you have to you have to yeah, you don't have to optimize 100 percent all the time you just don't have to it's fun to play around with things that you know that you don't see that often plus the art on this is weird and cool it's just like furries getting like beating the crap out of each other. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> and uh, it does remind me of Beastmaster Ascension, yeah. which is this evokes, so. which is another great one that we could use. There's tons of these great abilities, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, full flowering is cool because it's XX green, but then you end up getting back one of the X's in mana, right. so it's kind of like it only costs X, um, X green. And uh, and yeah, obviously in Treat the Angels, you just get such value from it because um, because they're angels. Yeah. With the four force. So yeah, a lot of cool, a lot of cool big X spells there. There's more big spells here. This was a great one suggested to us. Kamal, Heart of Croza, six green green for the legendary five five human druid. Most of our creatures in here are human, so they can also tap on top of everything, right? Um, at the beginning of combat on your turn, creatures you control get plus three plus three and gain trample until end of turn, and also one in a green. Until end of turn, target land you control becomes a 1-1 elemental creature with vigilance, indestructible, and haste. It's still a land. So this is going to be interesting. Like, we're probably just going to drop Kamal and attack. Like, we don't need to worry too much about turning our lands into creatures. But it's there for you if you want. Um, we've got Kindred Summons, which I think got a reprint recently. So it's, like, down in price, which is great. Uh, yeah, another... the Forgotten Realms Commander. Yeah, five green green. Uh, choose a creature type. Reveal cards from the top of your library until you reveal X creature cards of the chosen type, where X is the number of creatures you control of that type. Put those cards onto the battlefield. Shuffle the rest of the uh, reveal cards into your library. So you'll get a lot of humans this way. It's very possible, depending on the timing of this card, that you could just get every human in the deck out. Because you, you reveal them until you reveal that number of humans, right? So, like, yeah. you're going to get a lot of humans if you have a bunch out. Uh, the a lot of our, our humans come from tokens, too. True. So, like, we'll be we'll be passing those by. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that was it. Just those two. So, there's other, there's, um, there's other obviously, big ones. There's lots of big spells you can grab. It's green. You can, you know, there's even more spells to choose from. I tried to choose some, like, slightly off-kilter ones. Some slightly different ones than ones we see all the time. But, yeah, there you go. Um, this next one is just a, was just, again, another fun, uh, ad from our discord and, uh, Sean, why don't you take this one? It just, it's, it's yeah. not really like any specific interaction with it other than what it does. 
Well, it's a brand new human warlock from Midnight Hunt, Sarath the Viper's Fang. Two green green. Three four. Legendary human warlock. Other tapped creatures you control have death touch. I mean, when one ones are to have death touch, what are you going to do? Yeah. And other untapped creatures you control have hexproof. Didn't touch me. Pretty sweet. One tap, untap another target creature or land you control. Who is that superhuman who taps for mana? Like, uh, uh untapping. Heron Blade Elite. Heron Blade Elite. Untapping that once will net you a bunch of mana. A lot of mana. Yeah. And again, protection from, uh, protection of the commander here. Um, yeah, this is just a, an, an auto include. I think this one was from Papa Dio in our, in our discord here. Yeah. Um, I've also just got a couple of just kind of generally good cards again. Uh, we also have like a, we have a minor plus one plus one counter theme in here. Um, uh, check out the deck list for that. There's, there's some, some stuff to look at. Uh, we didn't go super hard on it because it otherwise is kind of just like a way to pump our, our guys. But, um, but there's, there's some cards in here that are worth looking at, but otherwise, Gallows at Willow Hill. This is like the human tribal card from Innistrad. Three, uh, it's from Avacyn Restored, actually, but uh, three mana for the artifact. Pay three, tap it, and tap three untapped humans you control. Destroy target creature. Its controller gets a 1-1 spirit. So, like, yeah, I guess it kind of secretly costs six because you're tapping humans to do it plus paying three. Um, yeah. And they do need to be untapped. Like, you can't just, you know, whatever. You can't tap anything that's already tapped. Um so, you know, that's a bit of a bummer, but there's going to be times when you're going to want to use this, and I think it's still a very strong card, even in this deck. Again, a bit of like a weird non-bow when you have to tap humans and you don't get the mana from them. Um, yeah. Marshall's Anthem was a cool uh, late addition to the deck. Uh, it's two white-white for an enchantment with multi-kicker, one and a white. So you can kick this as many times as you want to get the effect. So uh, it says creatures you control get plus one, plus one, but then when... Marshall's Anthem enters the battlefield, you return up to X target creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield where X is the number of times Marshall's Anthem was kicked. So, you know, after a board wipe, if you drop, you know, maybe you flashback, uh, join the dance, you know, maybe we play out our commander again and we've got an additional four mana on top of what our lands are. You can Marshall's Anthem sometimes for like two or three times and get back some of those key humans that were destroyed and put into our graveyard. So Marshall's Anthem is I, really strong here. I forgot about this card. I was fully expecting it to say creatures you control get plus one plus one and they get an additional plus one plus one for every kick or counter you put on. Of course, or yeah, yeah. But no, this is way cooler. Yeah, I, I remember my first interaction with this card was in your cube. Ooh, you had this in your okay. cube back when I was learning to play Magic and I remember thinking... Uh, that this card was incredible. I remember being like, you get to put the creature right back onto the battlefield. I was like, wow, that's nuts. It's one of my first like interactions with a reanimate spell also, which is funny. Nice. And I'm not as big on this as you are. So do you, Andy, do you, what was the name? What's the name of that other Jedi? He's kind of got like a pink head. He looks like an old man, like a, with a long head. Oh, Kiadi Mundi? I don't the know. The guy from is episode guy... one? Like, he's got, like, a weird kind of bumpy, tall head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He looks and like an old, he's like a white, white beard. beard. Yeah, white yeah. Must... yeah. Kiati Mundi. That's right. Kiati Mundi. Is that a young Kiati Mundi in the bottom hey, corner of this art? You're right. That core. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's who that looks like for sure. Um, yeah, a little bit of a uh, little bit of Clone Wars era 
<laughs> Jedi coming in there. Um, okay. He's a planeswalker. It's confirmed. That's right. That's right. That he would have to be. Um, okay. I'm just looking up. I'm just looking up something here. Oh, never mind. I can't find it. Uh, anyways, uh, the next and final card is Pyre of Heroes. This is from our boy, uh, Andy Bantley. Mr. Big Bench. Check him out on Twitter. Check out his podcast, too. It's He's got a Commander podcast rocking over there. Um, Commander's Forge, I, uh, I believe it's called. Um, Pyre of Heroes, two mana for the artifact. Pay two and tap it. Sacrifice a creature. Search your library for a creature card that shares a creature type with the sacrificed creature. And has CMC, or I guess mana value at this point, yeah, equal to one plus that creature's mana value. Put that card onto the battlefield and shuffle. Activate only as a sorcery. So when this card came out, we talked about, ooh, this is tribal, uh, 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 what's it called? <laughs> you don't know, a pod, birthing pod. Uh, and we're like, eh, yeah, that's not that good, though. Well, here we are, tri a tribal deck, and we have a bunch of tokens. Guess what? It's really good. Um you can do this to get any of your one mana creatures, which we do have one or two, and uh, obviously then you can you can go up the chain. Um, you're probably using a chain um, effect for this. Uh, in fact, like Pyre, Pyre of Heroes to get uh, Heronblade Elite off of your commander is a totally fine play because then, especially if you float mana from your other humans, you can just recast your commander uh, oh, and yeah. then use you know. It's 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 it can be it can be wild it can be really fun so Pyre of Heroes ends up being a really good card in this deck, and a little bit of a preview for Lost Cards too. When that comes out, check it out because there's a couple different routes we can go. And Pyre of Heroes and sacrificing is is one of the routes you could lean towards with this deck very easily. Yeah, there you go. That's the deck. Um, I gotta say, Sean, I was pretty impressed with a sort of mana focused build. I'm impressed with how not boring. It was. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it just seems like oh, I'm glad whatever. to hear. You know, like it. Uh, like I. Yeah, I'm. I'm so glad to hear. This sounds fun. I also was worried. I was like, so wait, you put a bunch of humans, use them for mana, and cast big things. It's like, oh, huh. well, yes. Right. I mean, that is in the blueprints, yes. but it it comes to life much in a much more interesting way. Yes, absolutely. Because I, I and I feel like it's for me when I was putting this deck together with the people in Discord. A lot of the cards that were coming up were all were a lot of ones where I was like, oh yeah, that card. I see it. I've seen that card. I've always thought that card was good, but I never use it because I don't have a deck that uses it. like like Marshall's Anthem is the perfect example of this like i love that card i think it's good but i've never really put it into a deck there's never been a deck that really wanted to use it like this one does but now i get to use it it's great and there's a bunch of cards in here that are like that and i think if you can find a deck that's doing that you've found a pretty that's a that's a good that's a good deck <laughs> you know for you yeah so i'm, I'm so, yeah. yeah i'm happy with it i'm happy yeah yeah th this sounds fun um and like i said it's like Selesnia, usually, I mean, tokens, yes, but this whole thing of like tapping for mana, I don't know, you know, that's more of a, that seems like more of a gruel thing. Anyways, uh, we've, we've done all the neat moves. It's time to talk about our Discord helpers real quick. Uh, for this one, uh, we had a lot of help. This was a good nighttime brew for us. We had uh, Nosrak 2 in there, Beauregarden, Groove Chicken, Chiefy, Mr. Big Bents, like I mentioned before, Micah, Eternity's Crafter, Neo Maxis, Papa Dio, Slothbear55, The Wizard Cops, Jason Belk, all in there helping us out. If I missed anyone, apologies. But um, yeah, it was good. Uh, some people coming in 
while we were in there brewing, some people coming in a little after. It was great. Um, putting down some real strong cards in there. Uh, all right. Well, uh, we've talked about the Discord helpers. It's, I believe, time for the budget report. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. TCG player treated us well this time. We didn't get a bogus low score that's much higher than the mid. <laughs> Good. <laughs> they 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 flushed out that rogue store was ruining the stats. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they fixed the bugs. They 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 got them out of there. Uh our mid for this one is one around uh, around like 120, 126, I believe. Um, and the low was coming in at around 60, so you can just chop it right in half for a low. That's pretty nice. And you can, of course, get it down even further, as we always like to point out here. Um, two of the more expensive cards in the stack. One of them, Sean, you want to read this one? Yeah, Cryptic Gateway, a really old artifact for five mana. Tap two untapped creatures you control. You may put a creature card from your hand into play that shares a creature type with each creature tapped this way. Ooh, I see why that's expensive. It's a uh, 10, 11 bucks yeah. because it's for free. Just drop another tribal cards. Like this is a easily a tribal staple. Yeah. And it's really strong. And even in this deck, it's still very, very good. Um, but you know, you don't get the full, full, full effect because you know, we have so much mana and we are already tapping our creatures to put things out. And actually like a lot of our humans, a lot of our, our, our you know, tribal brethren, they don't actually cost that much, so you're not you're you're spending two mana if you're tapping two creatures to do it, especially if they're humans, obviously. But you're not really so you might be like saving one or two mana on things. So uh, honestly, it's a great card, and I was stoked to put it in here. But then it, when playing with it, I'm just like it's just completely not necessary. So save yourself ten bucks. Forget about cryptic this needs, gateway. This needs to be in a tribe that has a wide range of like I want to I want to cast i want to use two two drops to cheat out an eight drop yeah. and there aren't a lot of tribes like dragons are mostly on the side the big side yep. humans are mostly on the small side what's the th there's this these this is not the tribe for this artifact. i think actually i think humans is a fine tribe for this but it's it's the katilda make create like making them into mana dorks that that kills it uh, I see. so like so because there are some big humans uh like kamal is like a seven mana human yeah, that's um, true. You know, there's there's other ones as well. There are, there are other and like you know when you get in like the five and six, it's not like it's easy to find any kind of creature at that at that range. But but you're right. Uh, I think there are tribes that take better advantage of it, generally speaking. And like I said, Katilda is already giving you so much mana that you don't really need to spend it. And certainly from a budget perspective, you don't need to be spending ten dollars for this card. Um, next, we also had Seedborn Muse, which is up and around that same price uh we've already read this card you guys know what it is we're on tapping permanence on every uh player's on tap step it's very very good if you had one when it got reprinted in the commander decks great use it uh, if not i wouldn't sweat it um there's lots of ways to untap in these colors actually white loves to untap stuff so do green does too weirdly enough like there's there's a couple different ways to do it so i wouldn't sweat it if you don't want to buy a seedborn muse for this deck I, I wouldn't worry about it also i thought seedborn muse was a human and she is not. She is a spirit. So mm -hmm. definitely get rid of it. Um, that just saves you 20 bucks right there. And then I I can't remember if... So I had this card in the deck at one point, and then I cut it out. But I can't remember. It might still be being counted in the in the, in the budget here. Sean, what, read, read this card for us. Uh, Benefactor's Drought, one in a green, instant, untap all creatures. 
all creatures. Until end of turn, whenever a creature an opponent controls blocks, draw a card. And you draw a card. This card's $12. <laughs> yeah, why? Is it just scarcity? Because it was in a, a one-time commander? It's cheap. It cycles itself, so it's instant. So that's pretty good. You're never down a card. Like, if it, if it just seems bad, you just cycle it away early. Untap all creatures. You know, if someone it's makes weird. a big swing and your opponents can block and save them to save themselves, you're going to draw a ton of cards off of that. Right. And you're going to make a friend, you know, <laughs> like I get I see yeah. why it's good. I just did not expect yeah. it to be at twelve dollars. Something must have happened to make this card go up. I, I'm not There's sure. It's got to be like a. Maybe it's just for combo purposes, like, but I mean, vitalize is just one green. So how can this be? so much more than vitalize i don't know i know and well there there is a version um i can't remember the name of it but it's because it's in portal or something um oh yeah it's the same as as vitalize except that it's a sorcery and it's like yeah it's way more money but again that's but that's because of the the set it's in i i get why right. that's happening right um just looking at this yeah this this card spiked this card was a dollar right. forever early. and it spiked was around really? Kaldheim. it looked like Call time, oh. it spiked up to 20 bucks. What what it was in call time? I don't know, but then it went now it's settled back down around $12, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. I don't know uh if any uh you know, MTG finance uh mind out there knows or anyone just is really familiar with call time knows, uh, let us know. But anyways, that's yeah, benefactor's drought somehow 12 bucks. There you go. However, we do have a budget baby here and this is a fun one. Uh this one is 28 cents, little budget baby. It's diversionary tactics, three and a white for an enchantment that says tap two untapped creatures you control, tap target creature. Another way for us to get a bunch of creatures tapped down for like uh, God's uh, throne of the God Pharaoh or whatever. And, you know, if there's a big, huge monster out there that, you know, chump blocking is not going to stop it because it's got trample or something, you can just tap it down. Tapping. Tapping creatures, like attacking creatures like that are about to attack you, I think is one of the more underrated things you can do in, in Commander. I think it's really nice and valuable. So, yeah, there you go. That's the whole deck. That's everything. Fun times. Katilda's great. Check it out. Uh, new kind of spin on a Celestia deck. I love it. Um, that's going to be it for this week. Uh, but stick around. Uh, you know, later in the week, we're going to be dropping lost cards. Um, Otherwise, we'll be back next week with a brand new deck tech. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye.